Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Molly Green and Darren Rudge. Alan, Alan, it's Molly and Darren. Hello, Molly and Darren. Hello, How are you, you recognise us? I do, I do. Yeah, sure you do. The Happy Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you, and a warm welcome to the Happy Garden podcast with me, Molly, and the one, the only, the inimitable laughing gardener, Darren Rudge. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Merry Christmas! Oh, yes. Actually, by the time, Darren, this is released, it will be the eve of the eve of Christmas Eve. It will. Yeah, it actually will. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Christmassy one? Jingle bells and frosty snow oh. and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And so I hope you've all been good. Oh, Yes. <laughs> I should be on the naughty <laughs> list, but no. I you'll be on the naughty list. No frost, no snow. This this is the first yeah. time in weeks, Darren. I haven't been with you recording the podcast wrapped up in a blanket with a heater on. It's so warm. <laughs> and now it is quite mild, isn't it? Although I was reading yesterday mm. that there is an Arctic blast. An Arctic <laughs> on its way. Arctic, Arctic blast, blast on its way. Where did you read that? I didn't see that. It was apparently it was a, it was a on mail. one of my uh, yeah Daily Mail probably <laughs> probably doesn't exist. Are we all doomed? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the world is coming to an end. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had to look at the two week forecast earlier on today. In double figures for the yeah. foreseeable. So, but there again, there you go. January, go. February, they are the they are the cold months, aren't they? Yeah, if we're going to get a winter in this country, it'll be the beginning of February. It mm. will be four days and the whole country will stop. Yeah, yeah So yeah. Uh, just prepare yourself for it. Be the wrong, <laughs> wrong type of snow. Do you know what, actually? I'm going to jot that down for a little later on. Darren, weather slot. If you fancy... Oh. There you are. We'll put that in for a little bit later on. Because, I mean, this seems to happen every year, that we'll, we'll very soon we'll be having the questions about, oh, my daffodils are coming through, my bulbs are showing, this, that, oh, my bulbs are showing, this, that and the other, of you know, <laughs> what do we do about the unseasonably warm weather? We have it every year. We're going to have it again this year because we're double tem- uh, double figure temperatures in December. So I'll put that down a little bit later on. Yeah, and I think I'd caught one of the news forecasters actually saying that uh, double figures is OK at this time of year. It's quite normal. But normally it's sort of towards the end of the day, not at the beginning of the day. This is what he was saying anyway. What? So, you know, yeah, he was saying that sometimes we get double figures in December, but it's towards the end of the day. Apparently we peak. <laughs> Do we? It's crazy. Yeah. That's a, well, that's what this guy was saying on, I think it was BBC. On really? the BBC news, yeah. So that's one yeah. of our favourite things being from around Brum and the Black Country. We say at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is at the end of the day. So, well, yeah, we'll do that slot a little bit uh, a little bit later on. Um, okay. Darren, I do have questions for you in a little while wow. uh, from listeners on Hellebores. Tips yeah. for keeping water butts clean and healthy. Okay. Which is very interesting. And, yep. uh, and vital, I think, for this time of year. Well, not for December, but as uh, Darren and I said, maybe for January, February, when things really turn icy. Keeping patio and decking safe to walk on and algae free. I've got a question on that a little bit later on, too. Mm. Okay. Ooh, 
Very excitingly, we've got the return of Amaze and Astound with Andy Lound. We haven't had him on the Happy Garden podcast in ages. No, where's he been? Has he been on holiday? <laughs> well, I ran out of Amaze and Astounds, but he's, he's about to record us a massive batch. But I found one that we haven't used yet, and that is the potted history of P-genetics. Ooh, mm. Ooh that mm. sounds fantastic, mm. doesn't it? P-genetics. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do that later on. What are you doing today, Adazler? I've got my final Christmas cracker, which is a really simple one, folks. And everybody can do this or make this. Remember, this is our mini-series where you actually make something and give it away with love. And then I've got Christmas... Oh, I've got a bonanza. A bonanza! A plethora of garden jokes for you today, especially for Christmas. And then jobs for the week ahead. That'll be me. And, of course, answering a question or two. When I was editing the podcast last week and I listened back to uh, Molly and Darren's Christmas Cracker, yeah. I mean, I'm summarising, but did you just do plant a plant in a bowl? Basically. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, if you look at it in <laughs> a basic context, <laughs> stick a plant in a bowl. Yeah, ta-da! <laughs> I was Merry suggesting Christmas. you use a big bowl and a number of plants. A nice bowl. Well, yeah, a nice bowl. Mm. It could be a fruit bowl or something like that, mm. you know, and... Mm. And pop some plants in. And... Easy. There you go. Easy. Bob's easy peasy. Uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it better than that today? Yeah, I think it is, okay, actually. Good, I think, good, I think good. it's a really nice Christmassy thing to do. All right, great. I really do. All right, I'll do that later on. Go well, on. No, you. Uh, categorically, everybody can do this okay. that I'm going to suggest today. All right. Without that, a doubt. That sounds exciting. <laughs> and simple. Right. <laughs> do that in a bit. Shall we start, though, as always, with a few jobs for the week ahead? We oh, yes. do actually, I think by the time this is released on Friday, it might be over, but we do have a weather warning for wind. Um, so so we are... Oh, sorry, that was a notification. Oh, I've just sold a, just sold a side table on eBay. <laughs> yeah. All adds to the coffers, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, and Ooh, there we are. They've just paid. One. Yeah, they've just, they've just paid. <laughs> um, right, yes, so warm and windy for the week ahead. So, uh, our Darren... <laughs> it's a bit like me, really. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh, there we go again. There we go, he's sold another one. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, let's do some Christmas jobs for the week ahead. Oh, I say, you can tell it's getting close to Christmas. Darren's got his festive music out for the Happy Garden podcast jobs of the week. Go on, Darren. Tell us what to do. Go on, Darren. Well, it's bare root season, folks, so you can buy your bare root root bulb and, of course, container-grown plants, and it's really, really good to plant at this time of year. Uh, believe it or not, the soil is warm and the weather is wet, so it's an excellent time to get trees, shrubs, deciduous hedging... All those sorts of things in place. As long as it's not too wet, folks, you don't want to plant into sodden ground because it's just going to rot the root system. But the benefit of planting at this time of year is the fact that even though they're asleep and they've got no leaves on, they will start to produce a really good viable root system. You won't have to look after them as much in the spring. Flowers can be pruned in late winter as well, so uh, things like roses, those sorts of things. Bedding plants can be given a little bit of a prune back as well as climbers. And uh, young trees, you check that they are really, really well uh, supported because there's bound to be some winds to come. Brilliant, Darren. Yeah, how about that? Done. Nice. We'll do some more jobs a little bit later on. We did say at the end of the last podcast... Oh, by the way, talking of last week's podcast, I don't know whether I should have called it what I did call it. The title of last week's podcast was Molly and Darren Get Serious, which made it sound like we'd started dating. What? (laughs) 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 <laughs> like we were stepping out. It's out there now. <laughs> um, we'll Not be... sure what your husband would think of <laughs> it. Or Mrs Darren. Or Mrs uh, Darren. It wasn't like that. It she was... might be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Got rid of him at last. Oh, you make me laugh. <laughs> oh, now, also, we did... We'd also, Moving on. We said in last week's podcast we might partake. What? Oh, yes. Are well, you partaking? I have because oh, I am. I have a glass of something. Oh, yeah. you do you? Now, so yeah. do I. Yeah. Just in case you didn't, I got two glasses. Okay. In case you hadn't got one. Yeah. Listen. 
Oh, oh that sounds quite... Our sounds life. Quite, quite posh. Together. That, that posh. sounds like the start of uh, starting Mine's just over. like this. Oh, no, you, that's not crystal. This is crystal. Oh, uh, it sounds like a tuning fork. You're, you're posh, aren't you? And what do you have in your <coughs> check glass? Well, I, I have a little brown liquid. And me. Comes from Scotland. Oh, and me? Are you <laughs> drinking whiskey? Yeah. Me too. I have a little tipple of whiskey going on. I've got uh, Singleton's Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, 12-year-old luscious nectar. What have <sighs> you got? Gentleman Jack. <laughs> Cheers, uh, Darren. Yeah. Here Cheers. Here Let's have a Cheers. clink. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, yours sounds like a really cheap glass. It's only small. It's a proper whiskey glass. That's nice. Oh, There's a burn. Your chest. Burn, <laughs> it burn is. It goes down. It is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Right, let's crack on. I don't know how this is going to finish, but let's continue. We are going to hear from <laughs> Andy Lounge shortly regarding the history of P-genetics. Firstly, let's get to one of your questions. As always, you can get in touch with myself and Darren. Uh, in fact, let me uh, let me let producer Dean give you the ways. Get interactive with Molly Lovely show. Professionals. Get interactive with Molly and Darren. Follow them on social media. It's a bit like stalking. Just search for the Happy Garden Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. We will start with a question from Julie. So she says, and this is uh, on the email, as you've just heard, the Happy Garden Podcast at gmail.com. Hi, both, and a very Merry Christmas. I don't have a question, but I'd like to share an experience last year which may help others. I always have a water butt in my garden. In fact, I have two. One is much older than the other. And last year, during an extremely cold period, I found the older butt shattered one morning in bits on the floor. It seems the expansion of the water had simply split the sides. I thought it might be worth mentioning to others as it's definitely worth lagging your butts if they're older and perhaps more fragile. I now lag all pipes, all hoses and all taps too. Merry Christmas both and thank you again for always being so happy. And that's from Julie. Isn't that lovely? Oh, thanks, me Julie. Me Julie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do need to lag your bus. <laughs> Thought you might you? laugh. Yeah, well, you know, you do. In fact, didn't you? Wasn't your money saving tip uh, last week or maybe the week before lagging? Yeah, lagging things. your pipes. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your pipes lagged, otherwise they will split. And, you know, it's amazing. Now, we don't normally get frosts that really freeze a water butt, so it's probably the age of the butt itself as well as the water freezing because, you know, it will only be the expansion of the water that will blow a water butt apart. So we don't normally get frosts that the whole water butt freezes mm -hmm. and then it expands. So I think you've been a little bit unfortunate there, Julie, for this to happen. Or perhaps it was just the top section that split and then you, you obviously got a ruined water butt. But, yeah, certainly lagging it with fleece or uh, an old blanket or anything like that will, will do the job. But keeping it clean is the other thing. So, um, obviously, we, we don't want children to, to climb into water butts because, you know, when they're playing around in the garden, it can happen. So a secure lid is one thing. can be a harbour for um, pathogens, things like Legionella, those sorts things can can live in there as well as things like mosquitoes so keeping a tight lid on your water butts is a must to stop insects and things like that from getting in there if you actually drop some cornflower oil or sunflower oil on the top then mosquitoes can't lay their eggs in there it just leaves a film on the top doesn't Ooh, do anything to the water quality so uh, basically it stops uh, they can't get to grips with it so they can't lay their eggs so it stops them from laying their eggs but keep a tight lid on it at all times folks and uh, always have a, a bottom tap that you can actually open and actually access the water from and that'll keep a, a t uh, make you keep a tight lid on the top mm. and that's really how to keep your water butts clean and tidy and fresh and make sure that children can't climb in and uh, have an unfortunate accident but well, yeah lag your butt children of course very very important but i did once find a dead squirrel as well in the yeah. one of them, and that i felt so awful we've got it raised up as well it would yeah. be out of reach for, for children ours which which obviously is is paramount but a squiggle 
They'd got in and obviously the thought of it not being able to get out. So we have the smallest hole now where the drain pipe comes through. Yeah, and that, that's the secret of success, isn't it? Thank you very much, Darren. And thank you, Julie, for the question. The Happy Garden Podcast at gmail.com. Or, of course, you can pop something on our Facebook page, the Happy Garden Podcast on Facebook. Have you got rights to that yet, Darren? Come on no, now. Not Why yet. not? I'll, because I've been busy. I'm no good at social media. And I will media. contact the person that will let me have rights. Okay. In the next two weeks. All right, great. And I promise I'll be posting stuff. Yeah, and then if you get in touch on the Facebook page, it'll be Dazzler answering yeah. your yeah answering you. Yeah. Very exciting. Me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shall we hear from Andy Lound? Yeah, let's do this. Who hasn't been on our podcast actually for some time? He will make uh, regular appearances in 2024. I know he's going to record a, a few batches of Amazing Astound with Andy Lound. If there is anything sort of as regards horticultural history that you would like Andy to do the potted history of for you? Anything, you know, anything that's ever sparked your interest or you've ever wondered, how did that get there or why was that made? Get in touch with us on the usual ways, uh, usual numbers, and uh, maybe maybe he could investigate for you one week. But today, this, with the beautiful Andy Lound, author, presentator, which is my new word, historical uh, figure, no, not historical figure, <laughs> It's the whiskey. He's not a historical figure. He ain't dead. Um, <laughs> historian, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> historical figure. <laughs> Darren, I've literally had one sip of whiskey. Oh, no. And he's a presentator and a historical figure. <laughs> Dear me. Well, I've also written down flipping brilliant man. Oh, oh. I mean that. That's from the heart. Now, that really is. I do love Andy Land. (laughs) So here we go. Uh, Feast on this. The history of pea genetics. It's amazing astound with Andy Land. That's me. Hello, Molly and Darren. Potted history today will look at one of the most important discoveries in science. And it all started with peas. The principles of inheritance were first derived by Gregor Johann Mendel, a 19th century Moravian monk who formulated his ideas after conducting simple hybridisation experiments with pea plants he planted in his garden of the monastery. Between 1856 and 1863, Mendel cultivated and tested some 5,000 pea plants. From these experiments, he induced two generalisations, which later became known as Mendel's Principles of Heredity or the Mendelian Inheritance. Mendel's findings allowed scientists to predict the expression of traits on the basis of mathematical probabilities. An important aspect of Mendel's success can be traced to his decision to start his crosses only with plants he demonstrated were true breeding. He only measured discrete binary characteristics such as colour, shape and position of the seeds rather than quantitatively variable characteristics. He expressed his results numerically and subjected them to statistical analysis. His method of data analysis and his large sample size gave credibility to his data. He had the foresight to follow several successive generations, P1, F1, F2, F3, etc. Of these were of pea plants and he recorded all their variations. Finally, he performed test crosses to reveal the presence and proportions of recessive characterations. When he crossed a purebred white flower and purple flower pea plants by artificial pollination, the resulting flower colour was not a blend. Rather than being a mix of the two, the offspring in the first generation were all purple flowered. Therefore, he called the biological trait dominant. When he allowed self-fertilisation in the uniform-looking generation, he obtained both colours in the next generation with a purple flower to white flower ratio of 3 to 1. In some of the other characters, he also found the traits were dominant. He then conceived the idea of hereditary units, which he called hereditary factors. Mendel found that there are alternative forms of factors, now called genes that account for variations in inherited characteristics. For example, the gene for flower colour in pea plants exists in two forms, one for purple, the other for white. The alternative forms are now called alleles. For each trait, an organism inherits two alleles, one from each parent. These alleles may be the same or different. 
Thomas Hunt Morgan and his assistants later integrated Mendel's theoretical model with the chromosome theory of inheritance, in which the chromosomes of cells were thought to hold the actual hereditary material and created what is now known as classical genetics, a highly successful foundation which eventually cemented Mendel's place in history. Mendel's work led to horticulturalists to better understand crossbreeding and understanding how to produce plants with specific colours, seeds, leaves, etc. Mendel's work may have started with peas, but it led to a chain of research that has led to the understanding of genetics in all life forms, culminating in the mapping of the human genome and offers prospects for the treatment, if not cures, for the most serious diseases. Well, Mullen and Derry, I have to race off now. I'm desperate for a pea. <laughs> Oh, Andy Lound, thank you. He's brilliant, isn't he? He's fabulous, he isn't is. he? He's brilliant. He, he is brilliant. I love the jokes at the end. Uh, yeah, he's fabulous. And we look forward to, uh, to, to more horticultural history in uh, 2024. Thank you, Andy. The Happy Garden Podcast. Do you know, I was supposed to interview this morning, lovely guy, Richard, from uh, Forestry England, who had picked and felled the Christmas tree for Westminster. Really? And I was really looking forward to speaking to him. But he, along with half the country, has come down with the lurgy, so it couldn't happen. Oh. Have you been ill yet? No, I've actually, oh, I've right. actually missed or managed to manipulate myself so that I haven't <laughs> um, picked up anything. Same, same. Mrs. Mrs. Darren's had it. Has she? And you yeah, avoided it. Big quite. Yeah, and I avoided it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I moved out. <laughs> stayed, <laughs> stayed in the car for four days. Um, I, <laughs> I would rather have it now, though. It'd be sod's law to come down with it on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Yeah, that's what will happen to me. I can categorically uh, tell you is that, you know, it'll be during the holidays. Because oh. you come down, don't you, after you're, um, you know, you're working and and, uh, and then you all of a sudden you just suddenly relax and you're... Uh, your system shuts down yeah, for a yeah. little while, doesn't it? I'll end up being ill. Same. <laughs> and I tell you what, I'm, um, I've a, I'm pouring myself another one. Mm. Another swig. Yeah, I just poured, poured another one. Hang on, wait, 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 wait. <coughs> Cheers. I've still got my Christmas mask from three years ago on my gear knob. Have you still got masks <laughs> on your gear knob? No. Haven't you? <laughs> no. I must have four hairbands and and. Um, and masks on the gear. What's on your gear knob then? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, you're mad. Everyone's got things on the gear knob. Haven't you even got an elastic band on there? No. For emergencies. No. Clear. Nothing knob. at all. Okay. No. I've got an old um, car. Well, don't air start freshener. going on about your cars again. <laughs> well, yeah, it depends on which one we're talking oh, about, for really. Isn't it? What's the car count now? <laughs> mm. Talking well, to which? There's two on the road and one, one on bricks. the drive. <laughs> one on bricks. Talking about counts, would you like? It's Molly's Mouse Update! Yeah! How are they? Do you want the latest count? Go on, then. Um, hang on, I wrote it down. I'm keeping a tally. 86. 86? Mm-hmm. Where are they all coming from, Molly? 86. I don't know. It was so sweet the other day, though, in the kitchen. Um, I've taken a picture. Let me... Let me. Have you got your phone on you? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll send you this. Right, Darren Rudge. There you go, I've sent you a picture. Now, how cute is that? So, yesterday, in the kitchen... It's more than one mouse, though, isn't it? No, it's two. Is it, there's two mice. I don't think you can... Let me send you another yeah. one. I don't know that you can see properly. So, in the humane trap... There we are, I've sent you another one there. The, I've, put it in, uh, I've put it in a cupboard in the kitchen, which is next, which is empty... Which is next to I've got I've got like a massive set of cupboards that came actually from a bowling club down in Bournemouth, you know, where they used to put the shoes. So it's lots of like little lockers type thing. And so there's an empty one where I put the mouse trap, and next to it is the first aid cupboard. Now look at that picture. They've taken a bandage from next door. <laughs> They've shoved it in the hole of the humane trap and made a really, really fluffy, cosy home. I felt awful. <laughs> Taking them out of that. How cute are they, Darren? Although, oh, look at his little eyes. I know. I read something in the week that you need to take them two kilometres away from your home, otherwise they will be back before you. <laughs> yeah. 
But I feel awful. If you take them out of their territory, they might get beaten up by a gang of field mice. So it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, they can't physically be 80. How many did I say? 86 mice in one house, can they? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, let's get on to uh, another question. Actually, before we do, let me quickly say hello to listener Caroline, who's just got out of hospital. Best wishes to you, Caroline. To Emran, who was listening in Saudi Arabia in the week, Darren. Uh, international listeners. Jean, Stephen, Keith, Mike, Joe, Chicken, Nick, Pedro and Carol. I'll just say hello to you. Thank you ever so much for for saying hi. Right, let's go on to Peter's question. Molly, Darren, I've got a question about two hellebores in one of my back beds. The plants themselves are healthy. They are perhaps three years old. I've noticed in the last two or three weeks that several of the leaves have gone black. Would that be frost or some sort of disease? I'd hate to lose these plants, but I'm not sure how to help them. I'm not great with technology, so I can't send a picture, but it is almost half of the leaf that has turned black. Many thanks, and that's Peter in North Hants. Yeah, Peter, it's a really good question. At this time of year, it can be something like frost because of the temperature differences that we actually go through. So it's quite mild and then all of a sudden it becomes um, quite cold. And that can blacken off leaves. Normally, it's nothing to worry about, I have to to say, as long as it's not the whole plant that's affected. Normally, it's something that's affected that one particular leaf or two or three particular leaves. I'd just get out there with a pair of secateurs and just snip them off and just tidy your plants up again plants especially older plants plants that have been in for three four five years um leaves become redundant at this time of year so um you know they just get rid of them and they will turn black they will turn brown to begin with they will turn black and then you can just clip them off so if they're offending you then just clip them off but i don't think it's a disease i would very very much doubt that it's a disease at this particular time of year because diseases tend to to do to to wrap up and go to bed for winter i would suggest that potentially it could be frost potentially it could be the plants just getting rid of leaves and just keep us in touch really if you've got more problems with them or they start to turn black then instantly you've got a problem with ground conditions so that's the other thing to look at but i would say that hellebores are pretty hardy i've never ever known anything that sort of affects hellebores in a massive way to kill them apart from the fact that it could be too wet there have been ground changes or something like that that may actually uh, be having an effect on your particular plants. I hope that helps you, Peter. Without a picture, it's a bit difficult to sort of diagnose if it was a disease. But at this time of year, it'd be unlikely, I would say, that it would be a disease. Thank you, Peter. Thanks, Peter. If you do ever want to, if you can, and you do want to send pictures, thehappygardenpodcast at gmail.com. Well, Darren, we'll come back very shortly after the adverts with, um, do you want to do a little weather slot and, and sort yeah. of allay people's fears about it being double figures now? And I'd be interested to know, actually, if we do need the cold snap, not only to kill like, human germs, but to kill bacteria or anything that might have caused this, any sort of disease to, to, to Peter's plant, whether the frosts would kill that. I'd be interested to, to get your take, which we'll do very, very shortly. Um, we'll have some adverts now. We'll be back in a minute or so with more from the Happy Garden Podcast. See you in a minute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're back, our Dazzler. Yay! Yay! That was fun, wasn't it? I forgot to tell you, last week we had some new listeners in France. Yeah. La Mouf. Bonjour. La Mouf. Where? La Mouf. Really? Mm. Wow. La Mouf. <laughs> I'm not sure how you say it. M-E-A-U-F-F-E. La Mouf. 
Sounds good to me. Bonjour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you are listening abroad, do let us know. Drop us, a, drop us a line on the Happy Garden Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you uh, and we'd love to say hello to you as well. Mm. Yeah. So, Darren, weather-wise then, as we said right at the beginning of the podcast, as you and I are recording this on the 18th, <laughs> 18th, 18th yeah. we're double figures, 11 degrees across the UK, people will start to worry that bulbs will start pushing up, uh, as we mentioned a couple of minutes ago before the adverts, um, with, with Peter's hellebore, which may have some sort of disease. Human germs that get killed in the cold. Do garden germs get killed in the cold as well? Let's do a sort of little weather slot with you. Yeah, well, it's a really, really good question, isn't it? And this is the problem, again, with climate change, um, is that things do need to have the ability to go to sleep, to hibernate, to go into some sort of hibernation cycle. And these are our plants that I'm talking about here, as well as pests and diseases. And if they don't, then effectively uh, we, we're giving a pests and diseases a breeding ground to carry on. For example, slugs don't actually hibernate. They just took themselves away. And any, any um, sort of temperatures uh, below sort of four degrees, they just hide themselves away where they can keep themselves warm. But any temperatures that are above four or five degrees, they're out and about, folks. So, you know, you might walk into your glass house or into the garden and see some slug damage and think, well... Can't be slugs around at this time of year, but actually they are. They're still out there and they're still munching on your plants. So we do need a cold spell. We need a cold spell to put things to bed, to basically get our uh, plants to um, to lock themselves up for the winter months because that's how plants respond. They respond to temperature and light levels. So when the light during the winter is lower in the sky and we have less of it, this is an indication to plants that they need to um, actually slow down and stop. And even evergreens, even though they retain their leaves, they do slow down, folks. So they don't stop totally like deciduous plants that lose their leaves. And even deciduous plants don't stop totally, but they do go into a relaxed cycle. And that's for, due to light and temperature does this for our plants as well. That uh, temperature is really a cleanser. So um, we always say it's good to have a really cold winter because it gets rid of pest and disease. And that's totally and utterly true in ourselves as well as in the garden. So that it actually can just give uh, our plants a break, give it all a good clean out and a good cleanse. Otherwise, those breeding grounds still exist and pests and diseases will just carry on. And pathogens, as we call them, virus, bacteria and fungal disease just love it. They love those sorts of conditions especially if it's damp and it's congested actually love to get to grips with damp and congested conditions and they just go wee through our plants so pathogens in particular as well as pests and diseases just love a time of year when it's quite mild like it is at the moment they're still active they're still around and about, so still keep your eyes open. Tidy your plants up. If it's been wet, try and hoe through, folks. Do your pruning, so it's really, really important that you open up your plants and get that airflow through the centre of your plants. And certainly fungal diseases hate that. They love congested conditions, so it's really, really important that when I do my jobs for the week and I mention pruning through roses like we have done today, that you actually prune through. You open those plants up and make it as exposed as possible and then fungal diseases just can't get to grips. So, Molly, that's my weather slot done and dusted. Mm. It is really important that it does go cold. Um, and unfortunately, climate change is not giving us that. We're just getting short, sharp, sharp sort of snaps, aren't we, at the moment. We don't get any sort of lung period like we used to when I were a boy. It, do, it does seem the last few years we've had the, the, exactly the same conversation that um, December is milder than we're used to. January half so as well. It's it's February, we expect, yeah. the, the cold, the snap. I did see, I don't know if it was a Netflix thing. I don't know what channel I was watching the other day. And I don't know if you've seen it. Maybe it was on normal telly about the cold snap of uh, 1981, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, when yeah. we had the proper... 20 foot snow drifts. I've, I was obviously very young. I mean, barely born, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do vaguely remember it. You're but only it, 21. It's a, <laughs> yeah, and the rest. It is a thing of the past, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, white Christmases. It's, we're very lucky if we get a snowflake falling on 
uh, in December on 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 December the twenty fifth. It's we just don't come to expect a cold snap in December or even a lengthy cold snap in December. It is generally end of Jan, Feb, when we yeah. will get it. First week in February, I, I predict yeah, it yeah. totally and utterly. And with regards to, you know, the questions that come through, well, I can see my daffodils and things yeah, like that this starting to push through. Happen. Yeah, there's nothing at all we can do about that. You know, you can put some straw on and you can put some fleece over the top and try and protect them a little bit, but... You know, there's absolutely nothing at all we can do about nature. Nature will come back to bite us totally. And whether that's what we see as good nature or bad nature, you know, the fact that climate change is here, it's here, yeah. and we've just got to deal with it. Nature you know, will out. It can, knows what it's doing. Yeah, it'll, totally not yeah, yeah. it'll sort itself out one way or the other. Yeah. Dazzler Pants. Hello. As always at this juncture, I'm so, I'm so old in the fact that I need a wee. And, but I also... Oh. I bet you do as well, don't you? Well, I'm going to have a jelly baby. Oh, have you got whiskey and jelly babies? Is that seeing you Yeah, whiskey and jelly today? babies. It's fantastic. <laughs> Brilliant. Just need to raise the blood sugar a bit. <laughs> oh, no, that's fair enough. Otherwise you'll die. Well, listen, I'm out, <laughs> I'm out of whiskey. Listen, this empty. So I'm going to go and get another bottle. Uh, I'm going to okay. have a wee and I'm going to get a cracker from the living room. Okay. Oh, yes. And so... Yeah. We'll do my cracker. The cracker. But as always, sort of customary the last two or three weeks. Yes. Do you want to do your singing interlude? Yes. While well, you get a cracker and have a week. Yeah, I've been very, okay. very... And get another bottle of whiskey. I've been <laughs> very pleased with you the last few weeks. Oh, great. What What are you going to... I think... Yeah. Uh, oh, come all ye faithful. Okay. Do you know all the words? Because uh, I might be about 50 seconds. Oh, right. Oh, God. Um, how many verses? How many verses are you well versed in? I'm just thinking, just thinking to myself. You sure that's what you want to pick? The choice is yours. Uh, yeah. I'm, come I'm on, we're showcasing your, your talents yeah, here. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you want to do? Yeah. Because yeah, that's what'll happen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> off you go then. I am going off. Well, I love this intimate. Interview, I like it folks. as well. I like it too. I think, and I think we might carry this on as part. Well. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see. Right, I've taken my headphones off. Be good. Okay, okay, I will. See you in a minute. Right, so far. Here we go. You can sing along, by the way, folks. So sing with me. So here we go. La 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 la. Just pitching it, folks. Just pitching it. So here we go. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and rejoice him, born the King of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Yea, Lord, we greet thee, born the King of angels, Jesus. Oh, she's back. Are you pleased? Are you God, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was searching <laughs> for words then. <laughs> <laughs> was that awful? Oh, no, it wasn't okay. awful. Do you well, know, I, I had a Christmas card off BBC Gardeners Worldwide. <gasps> Yeah, it says festive wishes. That's nice. Yeah, that's lovely. Bob and Lucy. Oh, next week, by the way, on the... Will it be next week? Is it Christmas next week? It's Christmas next week. Oh, God, it is. It's Christmas! Hey! So next week... (laughs) (laughs) I've got to try and get my head around this. We are going to record a quick one, aren't we? Yeah. Just sort of a, Just tu- a touch base, hello, <laughs> happy Christmas. But I'm going to play Bob and Lucy, the interview you did with Bob and Lucy next week, sort of to fill Excellent. time, to pad. <laughs> no. Okay, so that'll appear on next week's podcast. Uh, Lucy and Bob being from uh, BBC Gardeners World, which, of course, Darren is a judge at the show and uh, heavily involved in the show. So, yeah, we'll hear you interviewing them next week. All right, Ace. Excellent. Um, listen, yeah. I've, got, um, a new bo- I've got a new bottle. I've still got my original bit. Oh, come on, Darren, get it down here. It's Christmas. I've got... Oh, listen to your glass. Hang on, let me click mine. I'm such a snob. 
crystal. You don't drink whiskey out of crystal. That sounds like, this sounds like, because I've got some some, uh, some um, Tibetan singing bowls upstairs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, very I got, posh crystal glass. Yeah, thing. 25p from a boot sale, though. <laughs> Gotta be absolutely honest. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That is Eagle Rare Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> is what? it smoky? Is it quite wood- woody? Hang on, I'll just think as you ask. I'll try again. <laughs> mm. It does taste a bit of soil. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good bourbon, that is. Mm. That's really good. Yeah, that earthing. Yeah. yeah, it's lovely. Right, where were we? Uh... Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. I was when singing it... Oh Come Will You Faithful. Oh, were you? Oh, yes, you're singing. Yeah. I'll put a bit of echo on that in post-production. It's quite operatic. I think that was performance it? was quite operatic. Okay. I look forward to hearing it in post-production. Uh, what else did I need to do? Done that, done that, done that. You've done your singing. Got some Christmas whiskey. cracker. Christmas cracker, which I went and fetched. It's a simple one this week, room. I do warn you. Let's go. Oh, ho, ho! Don't be a festive slacker. Grab your hands and pull a cracker. It's Molly and Darren's Christmas crackers. I've got to admit, it's the cheap one, same as last week. I don't know where this was from. You know I buy after the fact. Yeah. Okay. Best money saving tip. It is, isn't it? Buy after the event. Okay, buy after the event. You grab one end. Go on, I've got the end. Land. Don't hold the snap because that's cheating. Ready? Yeah. Ready? 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 Yeah. Oof. Oh god, he's... hang on. Nicely. Oh god, it smells so good. ASMR again. Oh, well done. Does that smell? Got it right this yeah, week. Yeah. That... <laughs> what did you call it last week? I can't remember. It's a random ASMT or something. Like that. <laughs> or PTO. PMT. PMT. Yeah. Right, you've got um. Oh, that's strange. You've got like a. You've got a ruler, a two-inch, three-inch ruler. You've got a three-inch ruler. Yeah. Uh, who won this, by the way, me or you? I don't know. You, well, you always well, win. Shall we share it? You won yeah, last we'll week. Share. Oh. I've got the hat, a little yeah. midnight blue hat, if you want to put that on, Darren. Lovely. That's suit Thank you. you. That's, there you go. Yeah, Darren's got that on, suits him, matches his jumper. Oh, we've got... Um, We've got a scrambled. This is the same cracker as last week. It's a scrambled, so it's like an anagram. If you oh, want to try no. this. No, oh, no. Oh, again. dear God, no. Have you got a pen? Have you I not got, got a pen? A pen yeah. You'd need a pen for this. OK. Then. Have you got a pen near you? No. <laughs> I did have a pen. I don't know where it's gone. Let's see. Oh, if I have. I've got a pen. Yeah, go on. See if you can do this in your head. Oh, you have go got a pen. Yeah, go on. A B B B B E H. E-H-L-O-T. L-O-T. Yeah. And the clue is a seasonal item of clothing. Mm. <laughs> seasonal <laughs> item of clothing. Cheers. Mm. Mm. Wear no. it, you wear it on your head. <laughs> wear it on your head. A hat. <laughs> what kind of hat? Come on, Darren. Don't know. Oh, a bubble hat. A bubble hat. Let's get on to the joke. That was crap. (laughs) That's crap. (laughs) A bubble hat. (laughs) Crap. I love your synopsis of the jokes of the uh, scrambled. What is a frog's favourite drink? I don't know. What is a frog's favourite drink? (laughs) Coca-Cola. Good. Tell you what, mine are better than that. (laughs) Mine are a lot better than that. So, Darren, we've uh, we've tomfooleried around so much. The music is finished. Do you want some? Oh, this is nice. Some jingle bell music yeah. to do your your proper Christmas cracker. Yeah. Go on then. Let's well, hope. Hopefully, it's better than uh, plant something in a bowl. Well, I think you'll like this okay. this week. It's ever so simple. So, you know, in the mini series, the uh, Christmas cracker mini series, folks, we featured presents that have been cost effective, but most of all, made. With your love, okay, for that garden lover, for the person that you love that's a garden lover. So my final Christmas cracker idea 
is really, really simple, folks. And it's not so much making something, it's giving something. So what you can do with this is you can make a homemade card if you want to. Collect some leaves out the garden, perhaps a few petals, or even pop a picture on the front. But inside, write an I-O-U, okay? And why don't you give for Christmas your time? So what I'm saying is, you know, somebody might need the lawn mowing, might need some weeding done. And in your card, you promise them just a little bit of your time. Might be somebody that's in need, somebody that's vulnerable, somebody that just needs a little helping hand throughout the year. So this Christmas, give somebody your time. And that's my final Christmas cracker of 2023, folks. Give somebody that you know, that you love, a little bit of your time. In this world, when we don't seem to have a lot of time. How about that, Molly? Oh, Darren, well enough, man. It's lovely, isn't it? Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's so nice. In all seriousness, when Darren and I used to be on the BBC, which actually we are till April because I have decided I'm going to include you on my Friday slot. Yes. For the next three months. BBC yes. Radio WM, 10 through till 2 on a Friday. Um, you historically, well, you and I, when we did our gardening slot for the last 15 years or whatever it's been uh, on the BBC, sadly, we do get so many questions, don't we, uh, from, I hesitate to say elderly people, but people in need of a little bit of an extra sort of helping hand who don't know where to turn to get uh, a professional gardener that isn't going to rip them off. I mean, wouldn't that be lovely if you pledged a little bit of time for Age UK? Because, Darren, you always used to point people towards Age UK who would point people in the direction of nice people who would actually help out and not uh, not rip them off. Wouldn't yeah. that be lovely? You know, sort of an hour's work for Age UK for somebody who actually, even if you don't know somebody, as you say, that might need that uh, as a present, just as a, a general community service. That's so lovely. And it's a fabulous idea, isn't it? And, you know... Age UK is a massive organisation that, mm. that will definitely have somebody that needs a helping hand. But your local charities, anybody like that, will, will have people that, that will need some form of help. It's priceless. That is absolutely priceless, yeah. folks, if you just give a little bit of your time. And you know what, Molly? Cool. It's, 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 a, it's a cathartic thing that you will get so much from. Yeah by actually doing something like that. So, you know, there's benefits on both sides, isn't there? That's so lovely. Give some of your time. What a lovely cracker to end with. Thank yeah. you, Darren. No problem. You're listening to the Happy Garden Podcast with Molly Green and Darren Roach. It's weird, isn't it, that this is um, this is sort of the last one before the big event. Yeah. And next time we speak to you on the Happy Garden Podcast, it'll be after the event and we'll be talking about tree recycling and this, that and the other and... Bracing ourselves for winter. Yeah, this is sort of the last one before the event. Um, shall we, on a lighter note, have some jokes? Yes. What are we oh, talking? Yes. What are we talking this week? Are these festive jokes? These are festive jokes. How well, many? there's a couple of non-festive ones, but they are festive jokes. Okay. Yeah. Are you pleased with what you've had to festive. offer? I, I think so. I think um, yeah. I think I've you know I've met the uh, mark this week. Have you met the mark? Okay. Let us be the judge of that. All right. You ready? Yeah. Let's go ski. Let's now it. in the happy garden. It's about time for some Alan Titters. Brace yourself for your gardening jokes of the week from Darren Rudge. Go. How did you find Will Smith in the snow, Molly? <laughs> I do. No, don't know. You look out for the fresh prince. Oh, the fresh <laughs> prince? <laughs> yeah, good. Good, Darren. Good. Why did Santa go to hospital? I saw um, Will Smith, by the way, in Blackpool a few years ago. He was very good. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? What? Why did Santa go to hospital? Oh, I don't know. Because he got problems with his health. With his elf? With his health. Elf. <laughs> Two. <laughs> what do you call a snowman in summer? Oh, you, oh, Darren, you used this the other day. If the answer's a puddle, I'll be really annoyed. I don't well, know. It's not, because it's water. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. 
<laughs> oh dear, yeah. that one's a tick off. Crickets. What did the snowman with the clown's nose say? Snowman, clown's nose. I watched the snowman the other day. I didn't half blart at the end of it. It's a real lesson in grief, isn't it, when he sinks to his knees? I don't please know. Stop spoiling my jokes. Sorry, please. go on. <laughs> <laughs> the snowman with the clown's nose yeah. said, Can you smell something funny? Oh, no, that is good. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Yep. What is a holly plant's favourite singer? Holly plant. Berry, Mary Berry. I don't know. Chuck Berry. Oh, Chuck. I knew it was a beer. I knew it would be a berry. Good. How does Santa like his pizza? <laughs> oh, I've got... I don't know. Deep pan, crisp and even. <laughs> That's the best. How do Christmas trees get ready for a night out? They get spruced up. Oh, Darren, I can't believe it. Why are Christmas trees bad at sewing? It comes and it comes. Christmas trees sewing bad. Don't know. They always drop their needles. Oh. <laughs> is that it? Why is the Incredible Hulk good at gardening? Go on. He's got green fingers. Oh, Darren, for God's sake. And if worms were to rule the world, yeah. what would they be called? No, no. It would be called global worming. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Just brilliant. That was nine. nine that was jokes. ridiculous. <laughs> That reminds me, though. One of those reminded me of my favourite joke of all time. What was that? Dalai Lama walked into a pizza shop. Yeah. <laughs> he said, can you make me one with everything? Oh. Darren <laughs> 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 is born on a Christmas day. Oh. On a Christmas, on Christmas day, day to save, save the, life of the, the plant, life of the plant, give a new life through the year. Oh, this, the, I like the way Tom says plants. <laughs> Let's do it again. See, that's posh, is isn't it? Born on a Christmas day, on a Christmas day, to save the life of, of the, the plants, plant. give a new life through the year. Next time we hear from you, which will be, I don't know, yeah. I can't work out the date. When I'll be a year when's... older. Oh, well, listen, we won't speak to you before your birthday, so Merry Christmas, oh. obviously, but happy birthday for the 25th, oh, that Dazzler. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We'll all be raising a glass to you. Yeah, thank you very much. And Merry Christmas to everybody out there as well, because, you know, everybody celebrates on my birthday. It's great. Happy Christmas, everyone! Ho, 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 hooray! So, Darren, we're nearly done. Yeah. Oh, this will be the last... <laughs> Last few words before Christmas. And yeah. we we just have uh, one question left uh, before jobs, and then we'll say a big ta to everybody. Molly Darren, loving your podcast. It's a real tonic hearing you both laugh so much. That's nice. I'm after some advice on my patio. This is a really, really important question, actually, Darren, even though it hasn't gone ice yet. Um, as soon as sort of winter comes and things get damp, algae gets growing. So Maggie wants to know about her patio. She's after some advice on the patio. It's mostly slabs, but there is a little bit of decking too, Darren. I'm not too steady on my feet these days, and at this time of year, it does worry me as the outside does get slippy. What can I use to clean the floor without using chemicals which will leach into the soil and borders? I do try and scrub with a stiff broom, but it does still seem to be slippy. I know Darren has many magic recipes up his sleeve. Many thanks. And that is from Maggie. Well, Maggie, it's a fantastic question at this time of year. And if you've got problems with moss and algae on your patio, uh, then have a look around the patio to begin with. What plants have you actually got growing around your patio and prune them back? Because uh, moss and algae loves damp, uh, congested conditions. Overhanging trees and shrubs will encourage this. So um, perhaps you can prune things back and make things a little bit lighter, a little bit fresher, and then they'll make a happy home for you. The second thing is, 
Um, concrete in sand, this is uh, sand that has grit in it, and basically all you do is you take a shovel and you sprinkle some sand across and then you brush as vigorously as possible. And this will clean your slabs and it will leave uh, your slabs beautiful and clean, but what it also will do is it will lift the moss, it will lift the algae and actually make that, that area, give it the ability so you can stand on it, in other words, that's what I'm trying to say, so it's not slippery. So a really... Really good clean and a good brush off. You can use your old starch water, so if you cook pasta on a regular basis, eggs and things like that, it's quite starchy. So again, that's a good patio cleaner, just to pop the water down and give it a really, really good scrub. Now for the deck part, it's really difficult to get decking um, so that it isn't slippery this time of year. The cheaper decks are softwood and they actually retain the moisture and that's the problem here, is that no matter how much you clean, the moisture is still retained. So what I would advise is that you keep off the deck area if you can do at this time of year or have somebody install something like chicken wire over the top of the actual deck itself so that you can actually walk on it and not uh, have it slippery the more expensive type of decks are the hardwoods and they don't suck in the moisture and will not be slippery so uh, again just keeping it brushed off and as clean as possible will help the situation but softwood decks at this time of year do tend to be like an ice rink i'm afraid so i hope that helps you just some really simple tips get yourself some concrete in sand or sharp sanded it's sometimes called at the builders merchants a couple of bags of that throw it over your patio give it a really good sweep and that will lift the moss and the algae and it'll make patio slabs uh, just nice and bright and shiny as well as well as a power wash off if you can do and i hope that helps you maggie thank you maggie and for god's sake if you are using a power washer and your hands get dirty do not power wash your hands i say that from experience your skin will come off (laughs) (laughs) thanks maggie darren i think that's us done it's great it's great and we will say it'll be no go on no it's great it is great It will be a a shortish one this time next week, after the event, after Christmas. We've all got family over, we've all got commitments. So, Darren, you and I said we will do one next week, but it will be considerably shorter than that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And just just to say, you know, we hope you've had a good Christmas. You know, from me, have a really Merry Christmas. Have a really lovely day, folks, however you're going to spend it. You know, if you've got family coming round, have a great Christmas with your family. If you haven't, then, you know, spend the day however you want to spend it, folks. Yeah. Do you know, Darren, that's a really important point. And on a serious note, this for some people listening, it'll be their first Christmas without a relative or a parent. It's it's difficult when everybody is celebrating if you don't feel like it. And as Darren just said, however you spend Christmas Day, don't feel pressurised to celebrate. Do what you want to do on Christmas Day. There is no pressure, is there, Darren? There's no expectation. It's your day. Yeah, exactly. It's your day. You spend it however you want yeah. to spend it, folks, and make yourself happy. Yeah. Most of all, be happy. But know that Darren and I will be with you on... We'll release this the Friday after Christmas. Do you want to finish with some jobs for the week ahead? Um, obviously, yeah. you don't have to do any jobs. Yeah, but of if, course, yeah. If you want to escape family <laughs> family time, then uh, here's some bits and pieces you can be getting on with. Oh, I say, you can tell it's getting close to Christmas. Darren's got his festive music out for the Happy Garden podcast jobs of the week. Go on, Darren. Tell us what to do. Go on, Darren. Well, folks, as Molly was alluding to, if on the day you need to escape relatives, then you can still mow the lawn, you know, at the end of the day. It's not a great bit deal to be done, but if the soil is firm and it's not wet, you can get out there and just give the lawn a mow. And that's your excuse, I'm just mowing the lawn. Give it a bit of a tidy up as well, you know, you can edge the lawn, you can snip off the edges, and you can give it a rake through if you uh, absolutely uh, need to. Now, moving on to um, plants and flowers and things, you know... Whilst you might have planted your bedding, you can still pop things in. It's still mild enough. Things like wallflowers, pansies, bachelor's buttons we mentioned last week. Mm. Go on, buy yourself some. Get them planted in the ground or into your patio pots and just top up that colour. And then finally, um, prune those fruit trees and bushes right now. Apples and pears and blackcurrants. But just to make sure that it's not pears, uh, plums, sorry, as they tend to bleed, folks. Okay, and there's your jobs for 2023. Oh, Darren, that's it. That's it. It's done. Well, we've got uh, post-Christmas ahead of the uh, the yeah. new year, but um, pre-Christmas, oh, that's wonderful. 
Merry Christmas and happy birthday to you, Darren. Oh, thank you ever so much. Thank you. We'll enjoy ourselves as a family. I probably won't remember much of it, I must admit. <laughs> so when I ask you for a review of Monday, I'm not quite sure we'll be forthcoming. <laughs> um, I will speak to you, of course, but we won't hear from you on the Happy Garden podcast till post-Christmas. But let me wish you a happy birthday as well as a happy Christmas, Darren. Thank you very much for listening this side of Christmas. We really, really appreciate it and we'll see you next week thank you darren yeah. and most of all folks <gasps> merry, merry christmas, christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week thank you for listening bye bye <laughs> you've been listening to the happy garden podcast with molly green and darren rudge if you'd like to send them an email get in touch with the happy garden podcast by emailing the happy garden podcast at gmail.com follow them on social media just search for the happy garden podcast can we say happy garden podcast just one more time the happy garden podcast